guys, Anthony Bandiero here, senior legal instructor at Blue to Gold Law Enforcement Training. I got another question, uh, and I thought it was a, a, a great question, and it's not a search and seizure related question. It's a evidence related question, but it's something that drug investigators especially run into all the time, and I just wanted to use this, use this as an opportunity to, to share some information. So the question is, is if a narcotics investigator is, has a parallel investigation, um, you know, and they ask another officer, usually a, a uniformed officer, to, to develop independent reasonable suspicion or probable cause to stop the defendant's car, and that turns into a search and, you know, and, and drug evidence is found, does the defendant have a right to, to, to gain information about the investigation that kind of prompted this pretext stop, right? And these are called wall stops because there's a wall between the, 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 the actual stop, which was, let's say, a, a speeding violation or whatnot, and an ongoing criminal investigation that may actually be based off of, may have probable cause to, to also stop the, the, the defendant's vehicle or not. But the point is there's a wall between these two, and this, this, this parallel investigation is usually the reason why it's a, the, 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 it's a pretext stop. So does the defendant have a right to that information? The answer is no, and here's why. There's two principles at play here. First of all, it's uh, in play here is the Brady rule, right? You've, if you're a cop in 2019, you've definitely heard of, of Brady violations, right? Brady comes from Brady v. Maryland. It's a U.S. Supreme Court case that essentially says that the prosecutor has an obligation to hand over exculpatory evidence to the defendant. Exculpatory evidence, right? Not inculpatory, exculpatory. That's fancy legal jargon for things that help the defendant prove his innocence, right? Or things that would help him get a reduced sentence. If, you, if you're sitting in that kind of information, you've got to hand it over because the defendant needs it for his defense. If not, it's a due process violation. So let's uh, talk about why not handing over this parallel investigation, you know, the stuff behind the wall is not, is not a Brady violation. Well, first of all, it's 99% probably not going to be exculpatory. Everything that you know about this defendant tends to show I believe, you know, if it's a, it's a drug investigation, that he is involved in narcotic sales. He has been trafficking. Um, he has done undercover or, or, uh, hand-to-hand transactions or sold to an undercover officer. That's not going to help him. He doesn't want that information in the court, so it's not exculpatory, right? And so that's, that's the main reason. Um, it has nothing to do with, with, the, with the actual reason for the stop, which was, let's say, speeding and so forth. So it doesn't help him. So there's no due process violation. Now, just to be clear, um, it also the evidence would also not only have to be exculpatory, exculpatory, but also material, because we we get a lot of as police officers we get a lot of information that may tend to prove or help the the defendant uh, sh- show his innocence. For example, if you're investigating an aggravated battery, and the the defendant's neighbor says, you know. That defendant, he is such a nice person. I've never seen him hurt a fly, and he helps me take out my trash every Sunday. Do you need to give that information over to the defendant? Is that, is that a material, exculpatory information? No, 
absolutely not. It doesn't have not, it has nothing to do with the crime at issue, which is this aggravated battery. Now, if the defendant committed a murder at a bar, he shot somebody, right? And you talk to the neighbor, the neighbor says, well, he couldn't have shot that person. The, the defendant was at his home Saturday night. I saw him. I spoke to him. He was cooking on the barbecue. Now, are you going to have to turn over that to the, um, you know, let's say the, you know, the neighbor's wrong, right? We still think the defendant did it, but uh, he's wrong. He, 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 maybe the, the defendant has a twin brother. But the point is, is are you going to have to turn that over to the defendant? Absolutely, because that tends to show he did not commit the crime. He wasn't even there, right? And so he needs that for his alibi uh, defense and so forth. So that is really the, the main reason, the, the, the Brady issue is the main reason you do not have to write a supplemental report and hand that over to the, and give that to the prosecutor so that they can give it to the defendant. Now, I'll end off with this. If you are in doubt and you're just not sure, lean on the side of disclosure, right? Lean on the side of disclosure because if you're wrong, and that information wasn't handed over, you could have a, um, a reversal of conviction. You could also have potentially some lawsuits, egg on the face of the prosecutor. Now, what the prosecutor can do, if you do make the supplement report because you're just not sure if it's exculpatory and it's material, the, the prosecutor, if, if he or she determines that it doesn't apply, Brady doesn't apply, doesn't require disclosure, well, guess what? They don't have to disclose it. It's not like once you write it, it automatically uh, is handed over to the defendant. But if you're not sure and you don't want to, you don't want the the, the prosecutor to um, to make a mistake and just hand it over without really looking at it, give the give the prosecutor a call, tell them the situation, and see if they want you to write a report. Because again, if you have this long investigation going out uh, going out um, and 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 you have some RICO issues and you have multiple defendants, the the, the worst thing that can happen is that uh, a supplementary report that shouldn't have been handed over gets handed over to the defendant, and now he's calling his uh, comrades and letting them know that, that this, this parallel investigation is going on, that, that he didn't, uh, the, the stop was not just for speeding, but it was also because of this pretext. I hope that helps. Um, if you have questions that you want me to answer in this type of format, email me at info at blue to gold.com. I also have a book for search and seizure. It's called the search and seizure survival guide. Please buy it. It's, it's written for you. It's written for cops. To, be, to, to, to share all of the legal doctrines that you need to know to be a, a police officer. And finally, if you want me to come out to your agency and train you and your fellow officers and, and uh, other officers from other agencies around the region, let me know. We go out there for free. You, you give me the space to, to train, and I'll give you your agency free seats in exchange. Anyway, until next time, be safe.